hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hi, busy, vibrant moms. I am super excited to record this with my sister, who I love to hang out with. Unfortunately, she lives halfway across the country, and I don't get to see her that often. She is out in D.C., but she is an amazing mom with two little ones, and I am super excited to be here with her. We are actually awkwardly recording this inside of a car while her two kids are sleeping. Talk about busy mom. We are going to go ahead and just chat a little about summertime and success that we can have as a mom during our day and also throughout the summer. So here's my sister, Suzanne. Hi, everyone. I am a mom of two little boys. One is... 21 months, which means that he's almost two. He'll be two in September. And I have another little one who's four months old, who's quickly catching up to his brother in terms of size. <laughs> I live in the Washington, D.C. area. I do miss the West Coast, though. And I'm a human rights lawyer, which is why I'm all the way out on the East Coast. And happy to talk to all of you and happy to be part of a podcast with my own sister. Exciting! So, Suzanne, as a super busy mom of two little kids who are darling little boys, I have to say I'm partial to them because they're my nephews. What is the biggest pain point as a busy mom with these young kiddos? There was a quote you sent me not too long ago that I can't remember the exact words, but basically it said, as a mom, when I have five minutes, I think, should I do the laundry? Should I take a nap? Should I watch a show? Should I cook food? Should I eat lunch? Should I exercise? <laughs> and so for me, all those things go through my head when I have five or 10 minutes. And it's basically the idea is that I don't have enough time or resources or need to prioritize. Knowing what to prioritize would be helpful. So that's probably my biggest pain point. Uh, you are an incredible mom. You're <laughs> bouncing from kid to kid all day long. That is why I can only have you all by yourself once they're <laughs> in bed at like nine o'clock at night. But you are just in this difficult season. I remember when my three were really little. It is tough because you as a mom bounce between the needs of who needs you most 
at what time, and you go from need to need. And there's never a time where there's not a need because there's so little. So that time when, <laughs> very rare time, as you said, when you have about five minutes to yourself, you almost freeze like a deer in the headlights, not knowing which thing you should do first. What I found was helpful is to get the kids to do as much as they can. So to pick up as you go in places so that you're not picking up rooms or places or trying to clean up messes while the kids are asleep, mm -hmm. that you and them are doing it so that that's not something you have to take your time out for. Number two, I found that save whatever chores you can do while they are awake to while they're awake. If you can do dishes while they're running around in the living room, don't do dishes while they're asleep. If you can help them clean up their room, if you can do laundry, if you can pick up stuff, all those chores that you could possibly do while they're awake, skip those and don't do any of those. The things you want to focus on are taking a nap while it's quiet, because that you can't do while they're running around, or taking a moment to yourself to either read, to have a devotional, to just take a quiet time, or to take a shower and take a mental break for yourself and feel cleaned up and take a few minutes. So that would be my advice is just to do whatever you can save for when the kids are awake and prioritize the things you can't do when they're asleep. That's helpful. Thank you. <laughs> I like the idea of taking a nap too. I like that you put that as a priority. <laughs> it's definitely a priority because a mom with a little one, people don't understand your clock runs on a 24 hour clock. It's not on a 12-hour clock. So you may be up at 5. I remember almost crying when the sun came up because I was like, our day is starting already. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I've been up since 5 a.m. And I was up at 2 before then. <laughs> so you just have to prioritize sleep, taking a little nap, taking a little moment, and do laundry, do dishes, do all the other things while they're awake. Oh, I'm assuming that that would be the one problem to solve if you could solve a problem. Is there some other main thing that you have as a big problem or one thing during the day that you could think of that was like, oh, if I could just get this done? Yeah, I think the, especially having a toddler, and those moms with toddlers know that they love to take things out of every nook and cranny of your house and throw it on the ground. So really just the mess, I feel like as someone who's a minimalist, the mess just gets to me. And if we have mess and then the toddler adds to it, then it's that much more <laughs> overwhelming. So I think that's another kind of pain point. Definitely. Definitely. I find that if my house is a mess, I feel stressed because I look around and feel like I have a lot of stuff to do. But if I don't see the mess or it's put away or straightened up, I don't feel as mentally stressed. 
So I've found that if you have a toddler, like we had a big bin in the living room that was an ottoman that opened up and looked beautiful when it was closed. When it was open, all the toys went inside there. It didn't matter what order. It didn't matter if they matched. It didn't matter what they were. They all just got thrown in there at the end of the day or the end of the time that we were playing with them. And then just close the hatch and it looked great and you didn't have to worry about it. And it was something that they could easily put away themselves since it didn't have an order and it didn't have, it was just like, everything goes here in this big box, in this bin. And then you close it up and you can't see it was especially handy. The other thing I've found that's really handy is just to have all of your house picked up except that one room that you're in, that you're working in, whether it be the living room that they're playing around and it's attached to your kitchen and you're eating and feeding them. And then right before nap time, everybody just cleans up. Okay. And once they all clean up, they get some kind of reward. Maybe they get 15 minutes of TV time, or we'd clean up after nap time like that, and they'd be rewarded with TV time. Or maybe they clean up and they get a a special fruit snack. So it was helpful just to have, okay, now we all clean up, throw everything in the bin. (laughs) You'd feel like, okay, at least this one space is clean. And then as you look around the rest of the house, the other spaces were clean before then. So that would be my only advice. Hopefully that helps. But (laughs) having a toddler running around constantly pulling things out is difficult in either way. So It's about time he learns to put things in a box. (laughs) Right. Sometimes it's just a season you just got to go with. Oh, what is one thing that is stealing your joy that if we could fix and give you more joy in your day, what would this thing be? The big thing for me is feeling like the day doesn't stop. That, as you were saying before, that it's a little bit like every day is mechanized or a little robotic, as opposed to each day has its own joys and there's reflection time and there's things to look forward to. It feels like, as you said before, oh, it's another day. The sun is up. It's it's another day of sleep schedules and feedings and that kind of thing. So just the routineness, I think, steals my joy. I found that that's definitely true, that you can just fall into that routine where every day seems the same and you're stuck in a routine because your kids have to nap at a certain time. They have to eat at a certain time. You have to be home or wherever it is you are for a certain time in order for everything to work. Mm -hmm. So the only way out of that that I found that was helpful was to have special things planned. Like Monday we go to this mom's group or Wednesday we go to the park or just not a whole lot. So it's overwhelming, but just one thing that makes it different Like Tuesday, it was trash truck day. So we went outside and waved at the trash truck people. So it was just one different thing per day or getting together with a friend every so often just would help with pinpointing that to be one special day of this is what happens on Monday or I can look forward to this on Friday versus 
Oh, it's 7 a.m. again. (laughs) (laughs) On on any day. On any day. (laughs) Yeah, that is helpful. Even Taco Tuesday or waving to the trash truck is something to look forward to, even if it's small. I think that's really helpful. Hey, Mama. This episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. How do you think you would make a summer special? And also share a silly or funny or happy memory from a past summer. What has made that memory so special? I'll go with the second question first. With really little ones, I've only had one summer to enjoy with our youngest or our second youngest or oldest. um, Whichever one. (laughs) So last summer, for some reason, the thing that sticks out most to me is that we had a little cherry tomato tree and it was growing in a pot. And at that time, Isaac was just getting into solid foods. And so he and I would go out in the backyard and we would take off little cherry tomatoes and I would peel them with my teeth and then he would get super excited and want to eat them. So (laughs) it's a fun memory that he remembers eating these cherry tomatoes with mom right off of the cherry tomato tree. So I think that's also something that we want to continue for this summer, not just the cherry tomatoes, but we're growing our own different greens and some eggplants and basil and showing the kids that it's actually pretty exciting to grow what you can eat. But at some point, we're going to have to explain to them that there are some plants you can eat and some plants you can't eat. So (laughs) that'll be a tougher conversation. (laughs) So don't eat all plants. Not all plants are created equal. (laughs) Mommy and daddy will tell you which ones you can eat. Right. (laughs) Are there things that you're looking forward to doing with them in the summers to come since your kiddos are a little bit younger and you have the thought of like, oh, one summer we could be able to do this or I'm excited when we're able to do something? Yeah, that's a good question. I think taking them out places, especially taking them out into the outdoors. We have Shenandoah not that far away from us. It's maybe an hour, hour and a half. So at some point taking the kids to the mountains where they can hike with us or going on a bike ride with them, even if they're in the trailer, being able to just be outdoors with them because Lord knows that the winters aren't great in Washington, D.C., and you don't do much outdoors, so you take advantage of the outdoors while you can, and at least our oldest loves being outside. He's energetic as anything, and so I look forward to just being able to play and be with him outside more and being able to take some of those adventures with them. 
That will be really fun, especially because <laughs> your husband is very outgoing and adventurous <laughs> and loves rock climbing. Our kids know that he is an expert rock climber and <laughs> loves doing all things outdoorsy. What is the number one memory you want to create this summer? Well, we're almost here. <laughs> this is our first vacation since COVID. And for our youngest one, the four-month-old, it's his first vacation ever in his life. And here we are in San Diego. And this is really the biggest memory that I wanted to create for their summer as far as seeing their cousins, their being with family, being with community. During COVID, they didn't get a lot of that. And the youngest, Aiden, has really not gotten to be around people as much as I would have hoped. So being around his cousins and then also just experiencing how fun it can be to be in a different place and discovering new things and having new toys. Those are really fun summer memories. So I feel like we're living it minus the difficulty in sleep schedules. <laughs> so <laughs> if we could be on the same time zone, that would be helpful. <laughs> That is always a tricky thing when you fly, yeah. especially when you're three hours difference and you can't explain <laughs> it to a newborn. Yeah, exactly. But having a pool and having our toddler experience a pool for the first time, that's just such a great summer memory. He won't remember it when he's old and gray, but I feel like he'll always have in the back of his head that joy that comes with it. Like going and being in San Diego. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> for some weird reason. I don't remember why. My cousins played with me. Right. Are there any things off your summer bucket list that you're thinking besides traveling here this summer? And they can be big or small of your kiddos this summer. Really small things. I think it goes back to what you were saying before about each day having something fun and not necessarily each day doing something, but where we live, there's quite a few outdoor venues for music or different events that we're trying to take them to more often. So we have to be a little bit sensitive to the littlest one because he's not awake for too long and he can't take a lot of loud noises, but really trying to take advantage of some of the unique things that are in Washington, D.C. and that are available to the public, whether it's a farmer's market or music or that kind of thing. So small things, but more often than we've been doing them. It's hard to do them with a newborn. You're doing great. <laughs> You're you. doing great. Once they get a little older, there'll be more things like, I don't know, petting zoos or more things that you'll be able yeah. to take on. <laughs> but it, when they're little, there's just not a whole lot that you can do that doesn't disrupt their sleep schedule. <laughs> Sounds about right. You just do what you can. Can you also share for our closing one piece of advice for busy moms this summer and maybe moms who are in a place like you who have really small kids who might just be feeling a bit overwhelmed, a bit discouraged with the fact that their day, as you said, is built routine or the fact that even if you do go somewhere with your family, you take your work with you. <laughs> Unlike mm -hmm. your husband or 
someone else who may have a job outside the house and they can clearly take vacation, you as parents, especially as a mom, take your work with you, especially as a stay-at-home mom, I think. That was one interesting aspect I always remember, like, oh, that's nice. You have time off. <laughs> like, I never have time off. It's always a 24-hour clock. Yeah, we joke that there's no more holidays or weekends. It's just a second job <laughs> where everyone else is saying, oh, wasn't it so great to have July 4th? It's like, oh, well, July 4th was a work day. My piece of advice I was thinking about this, and I've come back to it a number of times, is to be present, really. And I think as busy moms, oftentimes we, myself in particular, are thinking about so many things that we should be doing or so many things that are about to happen or planning for the future. And I realized that sometimes it's best that I'm just present with especially the toddler, but even the youngest one that I'm taking a couple minutes to maybe just sit with him if he wants me to sit there while he plays, or maybe I just help him play a game that I'm incredibly bored to play. (laughs) So, but just being present with him and not feeling like, oh, I need to do the dishes right now, or that I'm trying to manage too many things at once. So if I'm doing the dishes, I do the dishes. But if I'm with him, that I'm just with him and that I'm enjoying that time and appreciating the time that I do have with him. I think that's such good advice because oftentimes as moms, we're forced to think of the present, the future, Mm -hmm. the planning, what we need to do next, when we need to get somebody down for a nap, when somebody needs to eat, where we need to go. And so it's really hard to be present. I think a lot of time you hear that over and over, like, oh, just be present. But I think that's good advice to take in and also just to give yourself grace. If you finish the dishes, great. If you are able to sit down and play with your kiddos, that is what they're going to remember. And that is really important too. But do what you need to do. Give yourself some grace if you need to take a nap, if you need to clean up the house and that will make you feel mentally better. Give yourself some grace and do that. I think too often we as moms put so much pressure on ourselves of doing all the things and trying to be present and trying to do all these things that just do what you can. And I love that you said whatever it is that you're doing to just be focused on that for five minutes or 10 or however many you have, maybe less, 30 seconds before somebody starts screaming. So it's just all good to keep with a a grain of salt to give yourself some grace. On that note, we are so excited that you joined us today and we hope that you will find some of these pieces of advice and some of these things we've talked about helpful that you might be able to add them into your routine and just to find some extra peace and joy in your day as always please come visit us in the facebook group the busy vibrant mom there's lots of really fun things in that community Everybody there is so welcoming and fun and leave a review if you can. That way more moms will be able to find this podcast and be blessed by finding new tips and tricks to make their day more vibrant as it is so super busy with kiddos. 
All right. Thank you so much. Bye. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!